Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain purpose and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do because there's so much more in you we are back yes (laughs) look we didn't even plan on matching today twinsies showed up work ready it's like we became best buy and we put on our (laughs) uniform we've got our shirt (laughs) We're ready for this season three. Yes. Season three. Okay. So there's some major differences that we need to go ahead and address right now, Jenny Randall, for season three. Um, Number one, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You and I are live right now. We are taking a chance at literally committing to doing this regardless what happens live. There could be explosions. There could be construction men walking in our shots. We don't even know. We don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, we're, if you're listening in podcast form, you're like, I don't know what's happening, but we are recording the Monday before yes. your ears even meet this message. We're recording live on our Facebook feed uh, through yeah. video and we're doing a whole show out of it. And it's so fun and exciting. So that's going to be full season. Yes. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing for season three. And here's the amazing thing that I want people to get out of this in a very short, small bite right now. If you join us live, we can see your comments. And so when you are commenting with us in our You Said What segment, we're actually to read live on air in the moment your actual participating comments. And we've been thinking about this since we started this podcast is how do we engage the listeners? How do we invite them in? This isn't just our space to gab. It's, it's all of our spaces together. Um, and yeah. so we just really wanted to make that a possibility. And it is. So if you want to have your profile picture and your name displayed on our video while we're going live, then there's just a little link that you have to click when you join our live video. And it tells you what to do through StreamYard, which is what we are using to broadcast out. And then the second thing is simply this, Jenny, is that you and I are face to face. We are literally face to face right now doing this podcast. And for the listeners, the audio only, you're like, okay, well, I got to see this. It's easy. You just find us on Facebook Live, shut the shit up, find our page, like it, and you will join us. And you'll be able to see every single episode from season three because we're going to keep them on that page and we're going to keep them there. And it's just going to be this awesome Rolodex of, (laughs) I say awesome very loosely. (laughs) 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 Shenanigans. Hopefully. Hopefully shenanigans, but we wanted to invite you into this process today. So welcome season three. I think we deserve like a little clap. I'm excited to be back. I'm so excited. Tell me your reluctant here. Did something just buzz? You know what that means. Uh Oh, this is starting off season three, episode one, a buzz word episode. So we have these buzzards. That's mine. There's Jenny. Tell us. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That was loud. Is, I don't oh, know that's... which one is more obnoxious. <laughs> but no. we, we got fancy this season. And anytime, anytime we say like an overly Christian-y word that would make the everyday person be like, I have no 
idea what is even happening. If it makes you say, hold up, wait a minute, what do we do? We buzz. That's we right. Buzz. It's, so, it's so loud. <laughs> we buzz and then we define the word in normal human language because let's not be those people. Oh my goodness. Christianese is awful. Down. <laughs> We're taking it down, Jenny, with what every single... We're taking down the Christianese. All right, well, let's just yep. jump right in. You know what? Today's topic is all about how we should be able to get to know the voice of God, how we should be able to hear from him. And um, we're going to shut up distractions and doubt. So let's just jump. A special game. One we've never, ever played. Oh, a special game. Get ready. So (laughs) I was just pulling in my whiteboard. I was like, my special game, here we come. <laughs> we're going to so, play a game. We're going to play a real game. special game. Okay. So this is a game I call brain dump. So if you guys want to play with us, if you're like in a space where you can grab a pen and a pencil or take notes on your phone, or if you're watching live, grab all the things because we're going to play brain dump. And I actually wrote about this in my new book, dun, da, 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 getting to know God's voice which is what we've based this episode around. And, you know, sometimes, I don't know if it happens for you, but for me, sometimes when I want to practice a spiritual discipline, like prayer, worship, um, I can't believe I didn't get buzzed. So now I'm all hesitant and nervous about that. Um, Well, I got to hold things. Nope. (laughs) I take advantage of the situation. You're holding all the things. Um, Buzz. Okay. Buzz. So if you, whenever you want to spend time with God, it can be the, our minds can get in the way of thinking about tacos or thinking about all these different things. So I always like to teach people to shout out Candace tacos. I always like to teach people to, before you have an intentional time with the Lord, whether it's through studying the Bible or prayer or even worship, take time to just brain dump all the things that could be a distraction, whether it's what time you pick the kids up from school. And then once you brained up, hopefully your mind can be a little more clutter free to show up with intentional time. So you know what we're going to do? I'm going to set a timer. We're going to do this brain dump for 30 seconds. Did you already start? Oh, she drew a taco. Yes, she did. See, this is the benefit of being live with us. We're going to take 30 seconds, 30 seconds to just brain dump. And Candace, because you're like, doing this. Can you tell us while you're writing stuff out? I'll write stuff out too, but tell us what you're writing down. Cause that's fun. Okay. Okay. okay these Here are things we go. that are taking place. Okay. In my brain. Ready? In your brain. Set. Go. In my brain. Okay. okay. So things that take place in my brain right now. Um, I, I have kids out of school. Um, oh, yeah. so Metal they're currently listening to this right now, trying to shut up and be calm <laughs> for me. Um, and I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. I also, I also have lunch on my mind. I have some really good Mm -hmm. leftovers that I got to be honest, food sometimes takes up my entire life. And so I've got PF Chang's Dan Dan noodles. That was it. Ooh, time's up 30 seconds. Yeah. It, (laughs) you were talking us through it. So it could have, you could have gone faster if I didn't have you talk us through. That's probably, but I only, I only have time to write Tacos, coffee, kid pickup. Those were the things that were distracting me. Like, I want tacos. I want to drink my coffee. And what time do I pick the kids up from school? 
So what time do you have to pick them up from school? <laughs> let's be honest. Matt does it, but I was still thinking about it. I was about to say, I kind of feel worried for you now. You added something to my brain that I need to dump. I was like, so dump that out. Babies. Get those babies. What in the world? You know, no. there are so many things that I know that we, we can have that take up that space. I love that exercise, Jenny, because that is the simplest thing that we can do just to clear our mind and get ready to hear from the Lord. Because you want to know what? We have a lot of things. Come on now. What do we say? And speaking of a lot of things to say. In this section, we said what? One of my things that um, I'm more excited about than anything in today's episode is to highlight when my friend has a success. And you are literally my work BFF. We we talk about this all the time. You are my work best friend. And everybody's kind of got a best friend that you can remember. You know, the job, the kind yeah. of person that you get in trouble with. The one that you're <laughs> like, hmm, boss is gone. What are we going to do? Here's the bad thing. We're the bosses. <laughs> So, so I don't know what that means, but I do know this. I want to celebrate a success and take some time and honor what just happened this past week. You have released your, is, correct me if I'm wrong, your second book, yeah. your sophomore book. Let's just, let's just call it that. Let's get it classy. Sophomore book. I thought you were going to buzz me on that girl. Trying to well, use big it's... words. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Sophomore book. Um, getting to know God's voice, a 31 day interactive journey. And this is absolutely not only just a beautiful book, but girl, it really does what it says. It's allowing people to discover the Holy spirit in their everyday lives. And um, one thing that I know is that this is not just a compass to navigate our chaos and overcome obstacles. Um, It actually helps us put into practice things that will get us to the journey that we're wanting to get to, to be able to hear from the Lord. So tell me, why did you write this book? Like what was in (laughs) you that said, I have to write this? Yeah, I became, you know, that short summer between high school and college when it's like three weeks and because college starts really soon. So I became a Christian during that little three week span of summer Um, right. As I was a senior in high school, going into freshman year of college, I became a Christian and the past, we can figure out how old I am, but the past 20 years was an adventure of me figuring out what does it look like to embrace the Holy spirit fully authentically and biblically, because I came across a lot of, um, misrepresentations of the Holy spirit. I came a lot. I came against people even missing the move of the Holy spirit. So it was like both ends of the spectrum. Um, so I have a real passion in the ministry work I do and in, in my everyday life of figuring out what that looks like and how to embrace it. And so I went on this journey of discovery with like meeting pastors and talking with friends. I know we've had so many conversations about this and studying what the Bible has to share about it. Of Okay, how do we how do we embrace the Holy Spirit, not only um, relationally appropriate, but also so we can impact others, but also respond and recognize God's voice in the process of that. And that is what this book is. No. I'm going to buzz relationally appropriate. No, no, I just got to know because I really think that that's that's a big key of what this book does. But it also, Mm -hmm. those are big words that we hear all the time. Relationally appropriate. When I think of that, I think of like (laughs) 
oh, I don't really want to get into it. But I, I think of my husband as a young Christian and a new volunteer in our youth group. You know what I mean? Like, bless his heart. But I was like, you probably shouldn't be the only adult male taking home a female from a youth activity. You know what I mean? Like have somebody else in the, that relationally appropriate, you know what I mean? In the right. car with you. There's, it's just that. So when we're thinking about the Holy spirit, why do we have to be relationally appropriate with him? Or what does that mean? Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever had this, but I've had people come up and be like, the Lord has told me, I mean, one time there was this old man, mm -hmm. McGee knocking mm -hmm. on my front door uh, declaring, and I knew him briefly from church, declaring that he had a word from the Lord for yeah. me. And he started talking in this numerical code and governmental conspiracies. And, um, I found out later that he didn't even have a relationship hmm. with his own family. And he was just oh, elevating oh. these holy moments where I couldn't even understand what he was saying. So yes, uh, the Lord will hmm. speak through us. And, but there's a way we can do that where we we respect the move of God on our lives, but we um, are appropriate in the way we say it. Like if I had a word for somebody, for example, I wouldn't just bulldoze them. Like I have a word for you. Bye. It's like, let's have a conversation about it. Does this make <laughs> sense for you? Is this is this aligned? Do you think God's saying this? Um, and then you're having a, yeah. a healthy relationship because the thing about God is he will speak to us. One of the ways he speaks to us is through other people. Um, but I've seen the gifting, the giftings of God in people's lives be so elevated above the person where it can be damaging um, and harmful. And part of the mission I'm on is helping us steward the giftings he's given us well and appropriate um, because there's a time and a place. And if you find your personality is one that bulldozes people into hearing the voice of the Lord and not waiting for them to mm. discern or have a reaction, then uh, you should read my book because, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that story of Mr. What'd you call him? Magic word McGee. I didn't hear the <laughs> first part of that. Old man McGee. <laughs> Old man McGee. Because I have a story too that I want to share. <laughs> I love these it's intros. Fun. I love those intros. They're so much fun. All right, so Candace, fun. you got to tell us about a time yes. you felt there was a word from the Lord and it just didn't land very well. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I grew up, uh, and I say this gently every time I talk about this, but I, I grew up in a denomination where the Holy Spirit was third fiddle, not even second fiddle. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And the Holy Spirit was so mysterious to us that it was like, I think the Holy Spirit was only at large gatherings when people finally <laughs> raised their hand during worship. Like that's when I'm, and I'm not being like facetious about that, or I'm not right. joking. Like I literally remember feeling like the only time that we highlighted the Holy Spirit was when we would leave this large gathering of thousands or hundreds of people. And then we'd say, man, the Spirit of God was really there. And I'm like, that's awesome. Where does he go when he's not there? <laughs> you know what I mean, like I always had that curiosity of where's he gone? And yeah. so probably in my mid thirties is when I finally just was like, I want to be unfettered in this. You know what I mean? Like, I just really want, you're not going to buzz me on unfettered. I'm well, I was so being distracted in the comments. <laughs> 
so many people were buzzing in the comments. So I was reading those, like agreeing with their buzzes, but I didn't actually hit it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the delayed, the delayed, yeah, that brain dump game. We need to do that again. Um, no, I was just, I was in, <laughs> in my mid thirties, I was trying to be free and, and full of the Holy spirit. And so I had curiosities about how do I do this? So I signed up for some pretty crazy things, Jenny. I actually went to a weekend event. I'm not mm -hmm. going to give away anything about where this is or who did it. People are <laughs> not going to ask me that and get an answer. I'm just going to let you know, we had breakout sessions at this event, trying to hear from the voice of the Lord. And I kid you not, this actually happened where we were told pair up with a stranger. A, that's the worst thing that you can tell me. B, <laughs> Now I want you to pray, listen from the Lord and try to discover an anniversary or a birth date for this stranger that you're meeting. Like hear from the Lord. What is their anniversary or a birth date? Hear a number for them. So they were thinking, so that's the gift. Let's just give some a spiritual lesson in this moment. So that's the gift of a word of knowledge. They were thinking the Lord would just download a word oh. of knowledge, give you a date, give you some revelation for this stranger. Sweaty and you're hits. getting all sweaty, sweaty and nervous. Sweaty, clammy hands. My first impression with this stranger, number one, is not good because I'm like, uh, uh, the whole time my mouth was just like frozen thinking, I don't know what to say because I'm not hearing anything at all. Did you feel and like you had to I make up numbers? Yes. Oh, yes. No. But, but here's the deal, Jenny. You know the authenticity in me. I couldn't yeah. do it. So instead, and, and number one, the stranger went first. Praise praise God. Let's just say they, they took the hit. They took the hit of being awkward first. And nothing landed. Nothing. I mean, like their, their revelation in this exercise, nothing landed. It gets to my turn and I'm like, um, I was, I was listening. Um, so basically I look like Chris Farley to this stranger and I'm going, I was checking out the, I was praying and I was just, I was, um, asking. So when you, um, when you play that record backward, it says Paul is dead, right? <laughs> you know, I'm like Chris Farley showing it over here. And I finally just was like, um, I didn't hear anything. I, I like, I thought maybe seven, but I think I was thinking that because that's a number of perfection. And so I was thinking, Lord, give me a perfect answer <laughs> right now. <laughs> and, and I got to be honest with you, Jenny, that was such a turn off. Yeah. It was such a turnoff for me for trying to engage and listen to the voice of God and hear what he has to say, not only for myself, but for others around me. Um, and so, I mean, like that's, that was not a fun experience, but let alone, I, I just didn't see the, the biblical value in it. And to be quite honest, man, this is going to probably ruff, ruffle some feathers. Oh, I'm scared to say it. I'm scared, but let's do I'm it. Stepping back, do it. I, I felt it very little difference between that and the psychic. Mm. Like, I, you know what I mean? Well, like, I it's, felt like it's treating God as if he's a genie in a bottle, baby. Come, come. Yeah. And like, oh, oh. yeah, I was going to go there. But if you want to be with me, come on. Royalties. I can't sing the whole song. <laughs> Cause 
we're live and they'll cut us off. Yeah. Hey, why did I and, know you need a bottle better than this topic? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you know my, I would, what if, what if in the story I was like, and I was that stranger that you were partnered with. You. <laughs> um, I wasn't, but. Oh, you love that. That joke nailed Jenny, it. Jenny Bramble. I had coffee go halfway in the basket. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's full circle this moment. Here's the thing. When we can practice different exercises to hear the voice of the Lord. And sometimes he will give you numbers. And but there's this moment where you can easily manipulate it because you want to seem like there's a moment that's holy. And really, God isn't on it. And that's when I get angry because now you're manipulating a move of God. Somebody even said that in the comments. Yeah. You're manipulating yeah. the power of God. And the great thing about God it's is big. that he might move and speak through us. Number seven, that might be impactful for somebody. But he also gives the person listening and hearing ears to discern whether this is him speaking. So a lot of the times, like if if somebody does come bulldoze you with a word, whether it's manipulative or magical, like holy moment, yeah. we, it's like, that's what we're talking about relational. We have the opportunity to discern. Can't yeah. believe you didn't buzz me. Um, well, discern is so normal to me. That's not a holy word. That's just part of my spiritual vocabulary in my day. Oh, life. yes, it is, girl. <laughs> Okay, so describe I'm, it I'm so to other people. What does it mean? I, well, I'm telling you, discernment is being able to differentiate, to be, yeah. be able to say this is yes, this is no. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's easy. God gives us the ability that. to do that as well. And you, know you can what? either it's, reject it's... or accept the words that are given. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I want to see what everybody else has to say about this. We just want to listen and maybe we can do some good. You said what? This is the part of the show where we absolutely highlight what you are saying about this topic. We went on Instagram and we asked for you to send in a video and you can do this every single week, y'all. So we're going to go on our Instagram. So if you're not following at shut the should up, it's all one long, ridiculous word and make sure that you spell all the letters correctly and get all the S's in there. But at shut the should up. If you follow us there on Instagram, every now and then we're going to post this question and say, send us a video in our direct message, and we're going to take your questions on the topic before it airs. Today, we had Jessica Sims send in a question. Hey, Candace. Hey, Jenny. So my question about the Holy Spirit is, how do we, as Christians, fully know, like we know when we feel the Holy Spirit come on upon us. So how do we, in a certain situation, how do we know that it's honestly the Holy Spirit giving us the answer of what, of what we're needing or wanting versus us just wanting a certain outcome? Hmm. It's a good hmm. question. It's a good, it's a good question. Jenny, I mean, I think, you wrote a book about it. I wrote a book about it. <laughs> I do, before we dive into, I was, you guys heard me rustling around. I was pulling out my book because I'm like, find page 13. Um, but before I go through that, I wanted to just share that I think our 
what we this just have this in the back of your minds. What we find favorable mm-hmm. is not always what God finds favorable. So I love that she's like, how do I figure out what God is saying versus what I'm saying? Because a lot of the times we might think that million dollar job is the will of God when in reality, God is saying, no, I actually need you over here because somebody needs to to learn about me or hear about me. So have that in the back of your minds. Mm. But I developed the check yourself before you wreck yourself test. And this is, um, I know, fancy, but let's not get super like, oh, I didn't take the test. I'm going to not know my answer in life. But I, this is the kind of thing, the kind of, there's seven questions. And these are the kind of questions we went through when we were trying to decide if we should move to Florida. Are we just making up that yeah. we need to live by the beach? Was the Lord in this? So we use this test for all of life's biggest decisions. Want to go through the questions? Ready? I do. Let's go through your check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yes and Let's amen. Do okay. Does what I am considering agree with scripture? So that right there might just mm-hmm. highlight a lot for everybody. Um, two, will yeah, this situation... Uh, scripturally. Yes. What? I was just going to say that scripturally, it's so important. If you can't find the yes or a common shared biblical account of somebody walking through that, that's somewhere that you really need to pause and move on to the second question that you're going to ask us. Because sometimes... Yeah. Not everybody's been in your shoes or situations, but a lot, I'm telling you, a lot of times there is already an example in scripture that we can learn and and glean wisdom from and literally see this is scriptural. This is how God responded. This is how he asked them to respond. Yes, and that kind exactly. of sets a pattern for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's it, and it's it's not like there's a story in, for example, there's not a story of somebody moving to Florida in scripture. But I can also take that a step further and say, okay, does what I'm considering, like, would it is it would it highlight the character of God in some way? Um, mm. And moving, mm. like, it's it, my decision I'm trying to make isn't like a sinful one. So I think okay. that kind of helps us check ourselves before we, you know, because it wasn't based That's in good. selfish ambition. Um, okay, number two, will this situation That's bring good. me closer to God? Um, <clears throat> number <clears throat> three. What do my spiritual leaders think about this situation? I also want to specify what do my healthy spiritual leaders think about <laughs> the situation? Um, good. Number four, what is a still small voice of God saying to me? So that's number four on the list because a lot of times we'll elevate wow. that as number one. God said this, I'm done. And there's other things we can go through as well as we mm. decide yes or no on the things God has for us. Good. Five, what circumstances are surrounding this situation? What do my trusted friends and family say about this? And then lastly, what response will bring peace? That's that. Mm. Mm. So sometimes God will speak. What response will bring peace? I I could sit on that for a couple of days in all honesty. Wow. Wow. Because I, I, Jenny, just to be honest, um, sometimes in the prayers that I've been praying lately, they feel very offensive prayers. They feel like Mm. God's taking, telling me to take the offense in some areas. But when you couple it with that question, will it bring peace? Because the the biblical mandate is if like, there's a scripture that says, if at all possible, be at peace with everyone. So I I can't exclude the teachings of the Lord and the word and, and say, 
no, I don't have to be peaceful here. I know this is wrong. And I'm not, I'm going to come in like a, a hurricane and blow up this situation because it's, it's hurting the heart of God. Cause he's told me, but he's also told us to be at peace, you know, and yeah. he will always approach things with mercy, with grace and with justice. They intermingle beautifully, you know, and uh, it just goes to show us that when we're trying to hear the voice of God, he speaks differently than our thoughts. Yes. He does. He does. I love that. That's so good. You know, I want to highlight one of our actual Facebook live comments right now. I'm seeing here, Amy, Amy says for me, if God gives a message to someone I'm speaking to, it's me hearing a struggle that they're dealing with. And then remembering a scripture that pertains to that. I don't hear anything else. And I think that's a great launching point for all of us to start at is scripture is never going to go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We know that because even scripture tells us that for every word of the Lord does not return void into itself. So, so whenever you speak the word of the Lord, there's, there's charge behind it that says that this will actually be able to touch something here on earth and actually go back and be received unto the father. And so I love that some people are just like, I'm at this basic level. And Amy, Amy, thank you for sharing that with us. I think some people are, I'm at this basic level of hearing from the Lord and all I've got is like a Bible verse. It's a great place to start. Maybe That's you're the not best place before. Yeah. Yes. It's the best place. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to find a number or their anniversary <laughs> date or birth yeah. date. Find Maybe the Bible you verse. Can just start. With the yeah. Bible verse. <laughs> that in my book, yes. I say, I write, yes. don't like thus says the Lord anything unless it's a Bible verse in proper context when you're starting to hear God's voice and respond. Because I think we can um just go like this and open up our Bible and be like, okay, the Lord has said, but like make sure, you know, God, like Amy yeah. said, make sure you're hearing from God and speak it out. It's so good. Well, I'm going to give you just a second. We all need to know. Tell us a little bit more about your book since that which, that's what we're highlighting today. Ooh, okay. So Getting to Know God's Voice is a 31-day interactive journey through learning the foundation of how God speaks, uh, the things that hold us back from hearing God's voice fully and biblically. Um, like oftentimes it's ourself, it's sin, it's suffering, all these distractions, all these different things can hold us back from hearing God. And then the last part of the book talks about how we can not only recognize his voice, but respond to his voice. And there's power and gifting that he gives us to do that well. So if you want to go on the journey, if you want to ditch all those distractions, check out getting to know God's voice.com. All right, Jenny, we just got to know, what does the Bible actually say about the Holy Spirit's work in our lives? Yeah. So we just kind of bulldoze through like some jokey things about like the Lord has spoken and weird situations that we've all had. And I'm sure we could all yeah. think of our own crazy stories of hearing God. Um, but I want to go like we're I'm going to do some teaching here. I want to go way back to the Old Testament. Good. Um, in Exodus 25, eight, the Lord's talking to Moses and he says, let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. Mm -hmm. And that is where it became this marker for it's a portable marker for where the presence of God would rest. And first Samuel four goes on where the Israelites began treating 
this marker, this covenant, as if it was this magical thing. Like they began to genie in a bottle, this tabernacle. Mm. Um, and they would just, um, they just would be like, oh, this, oh, come on. So tabernacle, I, I got a question. This is not necessarily buzz. This is more of a question. Okay. Can I replace the word tabernacle with dwell every time that I hear it? Is that what you're telling me? Because you said dwell a couple times and I was like, oh, is that what it means? The tab, uh, yeah, uh, sure. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You should do it. That's great because that's where we're headed and my mind wasn't there yet. So I was still whiteboarding over here. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But but here's the problem. The Israelites had this genie in a bottle mentality where they began worshiping the tabernacle instead of God himself. So they would go to the tabernacle to uh, get um, healing from disease and, and danger and to get victory. They were going for their own motives. They weren't going to be in the, with the presence of God. So they were worshiping the wrong things. I mean, how does that sound familiar for a lot of us? Oh, anyways. Yeah. So in order to move people out of this religious obligation and this tradition, um, the true Jesus came on earth, um, walking in flesh, as we know, and John 1.14, that same word dwell says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm. And we have seen his glory as a son from the father, full of grace and truth. So, okay, here you go, Candace, you were prophesying. The word dwell in the original means to live in a tent. Which That's refers awesome. to the tabernacle, awesome. Moses. Yeah. So. Didn't even know that was happening. Didn't even just know. Just do it. Maybe, maybe I can, hold on. I, I, I can pray for a date. Seven. Is that inappropriate? Seven. Me anything for anybody. Um, oh, gosh. Go. Lord, help us. Reel it in. Getting all sweaty <laughs> and nervous. <laughs> Somebody goes, no. No, it doesn't. Number seven does not mean anything. <laughs> Are you sure? What about your great grandma, Mary, who was born on the seventh of, okay. Anyways. So here Jesus is dwelling among them, uh, with the presence of God. And then Romans eight talks about how, as a child of God, when we profess Jesus as our Lord and savior, you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you and the verse goes on to say dwells a whole bunch of times. So the whole point of this story is like you can trace back the Old Testament where the spirit of God was dwelling. And now we're in this New Testament where our life becomes a marker for the presence of God. And I'm not saying we're, we're a little God or look at us, how holy we are. But our life has opportunity to reflect the fairy presence of God because his spirit indwells in us. And it is one of the most... I think miraculous things of salvation. And from that place, we have power, we have authority. God has gifted us gifts. He's he brings us peace and joy and love. And not only do we get the fruits of the spirit, like developing godly character in us. I buzz myself. We get to develop I love I'm in in. Yeah. We I know you're on the edge. We get to develop this godly character within us. And then there's the other side too where we get to demonstrate the power of God moving through us. So he He is not only working in us, but moves through us as well so that we can represent Christ wow. to other people. I'm going to do the Holy wow. Hustle. I'm so excited. Well, I can, he, here's the deal. I 
I got to be a little bit behind the scenes, being your work BFF, hearing your heart through the writing of this book. And what I can attest to is this, what you're saying right now is coming from people that you've trusted in this space to be able to check the theology of what you're talking about. And not only that, you've been listening to the voice of God yourself to be able to write this book. And it's obvious on everything that you're saying. I feel like that short segment that you just shared with us about dwelling and the tabernacle and about how you said that, correct me if I'm wrong, that our lives have become this marker for the presence of God. That phrase there alone is massive when we can really fully not just hear that in somebody, but actually begin to own that. That's way different when we understand that my existence, the the thing that I'm created for is not about how many followers we can get and how many books we can write and how many things outlive us and our kids can carry on in their next generation and that we see that we're leaving legacy. Really, it comes down to this beautiful, simple thing that you've just kind of ushered us into thinking about. I thought you were going to buzz me on Usher. But no, no, now I'm on the edge. Like... (laughs) Now you're on the number end. seven, but I, I, I feel like you've you've simplified this massive identity crisis that we're all having when it comes to our relationship with God. Hey, we know that we like you. We know that we 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 think that you're good, and we know that we want to be empowered by you, and we want to see the benefit and the fruit of that. But yeah. when you narrow it down to say, He's been about having Him dwell with us, and He's using our lives. Like you said, we're not mini gods. We're like we're not these little demigods down here. But he's using our lives as markers for his presence so that he can dwell with us. And that's really that's the heart of who God is. And that's why we want to get to know his voice. Not so that we can have the the right number, the right anniversary date, the the right prophetic word, the right. Hey, let me let me make this person feel great about their lives and set them on a trajectory for great things. I think sometimes we get so enveloped in making this whole Holy Spirit speaking through us glamorous to the point where it's debilitating to doing what God really wants to do. And that's just simply dwell. Just yeah. simply dwell. Get and it. And the here's the thing, Candace, that I love because okay. if get as the gifts operate within your life, it becomes this really amazing experience where um I've been convicted of this a few times where God's been like, Can you stop chasing after the gifts and chase after the gift giver? Like stop elevating mm-hmm. the gifts above me. And if I if there's one thing I can remind everybody is that we are not the hero of this story. Like we have access to God because of Jesus, a relationship with him. So if we keep that as the center of all of this, like giftings yeah. will, will be overflowing from an understanding of that and embracing him fully and authentically. And man, I don't know about you, but there's been so many amazing times where God has moved through my life or ministered, buzz myself. <laughs> poured out where he's poured out through my life and I just stand by, back like what just that yeah, like yeah that couldn't have been most, me right yeah it's one of the most amazing mm-hmm. things and as a child of God we all have access to that and and you might be like well that's not my gifting or whatever this and God can operate yeah. through whatever gifting he wants to to reach a specific person um, yes, one might be elevated more than the other, but just knowing that he, he is dwelling and he wants to move through us, like be prepared yes. to step into the things he has for us. Because man, 
that is how things so change. Good. Like what a crazy political climate we're in. Like let's not even touch politics, but what a crazy okay. pandemic season. Like, God, yeah. if we could only elevate God's voice above all that chaos, like there would be such peace and comfort in the middle of all that mess. Mm. Well, that's what we're here to do today is elevate his voice. And I love how you said, don't just be chasing the gifts, but really be more enthralled and enamored with the gift giver. So this is how we've ended every single show in all of our episodes, whether it be season one or two. And we're going to do that the same here in season three. We're going to do simply what we know how to do. Hey, let's pray. Okay, for our audio listeners, you have no clue what just happened. But on that, hey, let's pray bumper, there's a kitty cat that if I were, I were to replicate this moment, this kitty cat just kind of just <laughs> lean, <laughs> creeps in from the side. Oh my gosh. Just kinda, I, you know what? Deal with it. This is what you get when you get us live. We love being able to, to tackle some deeper things, but we also love being able to do it in a way that's fun and engaging and just authentic to who we are. So even in our prayers, we're not going to do buzzing in here and, and try to seem more holy than you. This is the whole point of getting to know God's voice is that we honestly can approach God in a very personal way and personable way. And yeah. so let's do that. Jenny, if you don't mind, um, would you pray? And then I'll close us out with just a short little tack on to that and, and pray as well yeah. for our listeners. Yeah, I'd it. love to. And I just want to mention if you're watching live in the comments and you Pray right alongside us. And if you feel like the Lord is speaking, let us know. Let oh, us wow. know. It's your moment. <laughs> uh, but God, this is your moment, Father God. I just thank yeah. you for today. Oh, I think you say Father everybody. God? Okay. Okay. You said no buzz. We're off buzz zone now. Um, Laura, this is our life. And we give it to you. <laughs> God, I thank you. I'm serious. Although I can come to you funny, it's fine. Um, I thank you, though, for, for speaking uh, in and through our lives, Lord. I pray anybody listening that has kind of felt as if they'd have the earmuffs on or as if they've just like looked away and felt almost unworthy to be in your presence, God, I pray that they see you as a loving father who, who, wants, who wants to be a part of their lives, God. I just see some people being like, well, that's not for me. Um, because of this, this, and this. And I just pray for any shame to be lifted right now in the name of Jesus. And I just pray for anybody that's been just looking in the other direction because it's too hard. Sometimes it's too hard to face the mess or the ugliness of life. And God, I just pray first and foremost that your provision is on their life, God, that they see that, they see you as protector and they see you as Father God. And I just pray that from that that perspective, as they begin to embrace that, Lord, that you just begin to uh, move through them, that they can come to you yes. just wholeheartedly, Lord. And I pray, uh, I know we've only discussed a couple ways that God speaks, but Lord, I pray that we hear you in all the different ways that you speak, that our ears are open mm -hmm. to listen and to hear and to recognize your voice above all the chaos and loudness of life. And from that point, May we respond willingly, may we respond in obedience, and may we respond uh, just in, in elevating you above all the noise, knowing that you are the one we worship and you are the one we run mm. to. In Jesus' name, amen. Number seven. Yeah, it's good. Thanks for the number seven. 
God, I honestly love that we can talk to you with our eyes open. I love that we can come to you and, and honestly just have these moments where we're sitting next to you and being able to just do life with you. This dwelling word is a very big, timely word for all of us. Yeah. Um, God, for our listeners, I just want to pray for them that they would find a renewed passion to be in your presence, to be with you every single moment of their lives, leaning in and listening. God, yeah. I, I pray for this for myself, for Jenny, but also for those that are, are with us right now. And, and maybe this is hitting their ears or they're seeing it for the first time that you would spark something in us that would be very, very in tune with the fact that we have this relationship with a very supernatural God and, and one that is very, very supernatural, but also very, very available <laughs> and very near. And uh, the links of what you've done and that you are doing to continue to bring that nearness astound me all the time. So God, would you give us a holy passion for hearing your voice and following your voice and trusting your word? In Jesus' name we ask this. Amen. Amen. Candace, all right, y'all. before you yeah. close us, I feel like I have a word from the Lord. I'm not joking either. Okay. Um, so guys. Uh, a word of knowledge, prophecy. These are spiritual gifts. You can read my book to learn more about it. But no, I feel as if um, <laughs> there's somebody here that's been watching and praying with us. And and I feel like you're in the medical community and um, you've, you've seen a lot of things where you've faced a lot of things that are really hard. So you've kind of compartmentalized God and, you're, and you've been like, I can't deal with the spiritual side of all of this. And you've kind of put God over to the side. And I just if this word is for you specifically and you're, and you're watching now, like leave a comment or reach out to us because we need to be held accountable to the things I need to be held accountable to things I'm saying. But I just want you to know that God sees you and he loves you and his arms are wide open um, wanting to help you process through the things that you're seeing. In Jesus name. Amen. Awesome. You know what? I don't feel one iota weird about leaving that and letting that drop at all. And drop it like a pot, Lord. We, when we see the links of what God does to actually speak to us, it's remarkable. So if that's, if that's something that's for you and you're like, Hey, I grew up like Candace thinking the Holy Spirit was only at rallies and big events, but I'm thinking there's a stirring of something different that I'm seeing after today's episode and hearing today's episode. Let us know, reach out to us in private comments if you need to as well. Sometimes a public comment can seem very intimidating. We want to encourage you, reach out any way that you feel comfortable to, but I do love that and we love you and y'all until next time, we just want to encourage you. Go ahead and shut the shit up. Bye everybody. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.